done to execute the next uh, It took them all a week to fix it. Right. And restore the socks. Yep. Restoring socks a lot. So, yeah. That kind of put a bad taste in everybody's mouth, I think. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like, destroy your business expensive. Yep. Yep. Episode 26 of That's going to sound funny through the roboticizer, I guess. Huh? <laughs> I finished the book. Okay. Artifact Space by Miles Cameron. Didn't you already... You told me that I was in the... No, I said I was in the middle of it. Yeah. Is I said I was enjoying it so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. I finished it today. And uh, there is going to be a second book called uh, The Deep Dark or something. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting it mixed up with the fucking Thursday's January or whatever. Oh, yeah, west of January. Right, right. Yeah, no, no. This is... Um, different one. Yeah, it's a different one. Miles cool. um, Cameron. He's, um, he's been typically another Canadian author, but he's written mostly fantasy before this is his first crack uh, I think at you know traditional space opera sci-fi I liked it good I liked it that's cool um, there was one element of the story that I had a hard time swallowing mm -hmm. but I mean you know it's like when you read a sci-fi book when you start going well this aspect of the storytelling didn't really ring that plausible to me. Right. You know, that's when somebody bitch slaps you up. Yeah, she's like, shut the, shut the fuck up and read the book up. already. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that this would be possible. I don't think you do. Well, and it's, not a, it's not about possibility. It's just like the, the, the main character in the book basically goes from being a nobody to saving the, the universe throughout the... Yeah. duration of the book yeah and you know like it's just the it's just the right the practical part of your brain going i call bullshit on this but you know the yeah. creative part of your brain is just going shut the fuck did i ask you yeah. what your opinion was yeah. just sit back and enjoy the enjoy goddamn the goddamn ride, ride. Yeah. yeah the nobody is the fucking hero yeah that's awesome. That's kind of how it goes. That's the happiest Welcome story Welcome to Star Wars ever. or Star Trek or exactly. any other goddamn sci-fi story. Exactly. Yeah, so. Cool. Yeah, once I, you know, told that part of my brain to just STFU, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ride. It was pretty interesting. A lot of uh, sort of uh, not so much political intrigue, but a kind of military, a lot of military, trade, culture. Aliens, mysterious aliens that we haven't figured out yet, kind of dealy. You know, factions that just want to start trouble right. within the human race. Cool. Exploring the universe. That's so, fun. Yeah, it That's was fun. Cool. That's cool, man. Awesome. Good for you. Can't wait for the next one. No idea when it's coming out, but I can wait. 
There's a lot of other stuff to read. You? I read three books this week. Three? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're not working. Oh, I work. So you got time to read. Oh, I fucking work. <laughs> fucking typical man. His <laughs> wife. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you get a job? Of course you can read. All you have is dishes to do and laundry. And that's yeah. It. <laughs> you got nothing to trade do. with you any day. <laughs> I read Needful Things by uh, Stephen King. Okay. Uh, I have no idea what that book's about. It's about a small... Te- well, it's about uh, Castle Rock, Maine. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, that's a... Uh, did they make a movie out of that? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a setting of nine books of his. Right. And Needful Things was the last one. Okay. So, um, it's about a store that is sets up in town, and it sells you things that you really need, and, like, really need. And, um, like, very personally need it. And the cost is that he wants you to pull a prank on somebody in the town. And, uh... That sounds interesting. Like, dangerous prank? Oh, okay, you just don't know. You just, go in. you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. Play your cards. See how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And it was uh, really quite good. Yeah. Yep. Then I read this other book called Parisi. It's a... I don't know what... It's labeled as fantasy, but it's not like wizards and fucking Mm -hmm. knights and Mm -hmm. shit fantasy, but it's like I wouldn't know what else to call it. It's a book about a dude that lives in a labyrinth, and he uh, is visited... Uh, twice a week by some other human and they're the only two that live in this labyrinth and it's for all intents and purposes infinite in size so they have to survive hmm. and it was uh, it was good hmm. yeah it was quite good and uh, Gunslinger again by Stephen King the first book of seven of the Dark Tower series. Oh. Yeah. So right. A big one. A big one. Which so, they made into a movie. They did. An absolutely atrocious movie, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So I hear. Yeah, I've never seen it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Did I tell you I read an interview with the vampire? I think so. Don't think so. Yeah, that would have been last week. <coughs> yeah, I read Darlene it. read that book. Oh yeah, everyone's fucking read that book yeah. for sure. Yeah, I I haven't because it's just not something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've heard a very well written story. Yeah, it was pretty good. It wasn't what I held a lot better than the movie, but you know I really liked the movie. That's what inspired me. Like, when the movie came out, I really liked it. Yeah. So I bought the book. Mm-hmm. Never read it. Right. Um, so it was, it's one of those books that I always wanted to read. Mm-hmm. And, 
And I did, and it was different than what I expected. And she is still writing books for that series. I think the last one was written in 2019. Yeah. So it's like 10 books or yeah. something. Like, yeah. It's quite the universe that she's created. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't what I expected. But it was pretty good. I'm not, I think I'll probably read the next book. Because when the movie came out, there were only three books. Yes. I remember Darlene read all three. Right. But I don't, I don't think she went any further <clears throat> than those three. Because I do recall her saying that she went to read the next book in the series, whether that was four or three. And she didn't like the direction. The, she didn't like how the story was going. The, right. The it's like it was as if there was a disconnect in writing styles. There oh, was yeah, no yeah, fluidity yeah, yeah. between the story. You know what I mean? I Tying do. it all together anymore? I do know what you mean. Yeah. that's. It's like that's the writer a... took too much of a break before writing the next book and forgot what they yeah. were thinking. Oh, yeah, I can see how you would... How you would uh... The rhythm is lost. Right. I'm trying to see what I... Have I read anything else? You're just fucking reading like crazy. You just fucking yeah. It's hard to keep track of it all. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, if there's anybody who's interested in, or has never watched, um, but isn't totally opposed to watching anime, mm-hmm. uh, the series Castlevania on Netflix, hmm. phenomenal. Castlevania. Phen- yeah. Yeah. And it's. It is anime, um, or it's anime style. It's, it yeah, it's anime style. I actually think it's written in English, but it's uh, yeah. But the visuals are yes, yeah. It's akin to anime. Yes, right. Wonderful. Hmm. Yeah. Super violent, but great. I tried watching Cowboy Bebop. Yep. Couldn't get be- couldn't get behind it for some mm. reason. It's old. Yeah, it's old. I don't know. Just weird. didn't connect with it. I gave it a shot though. Yeah, there's old one. Like, I got into it when I was you know, fifteen, sixteen years old. So movies like Akira. Yeah. And Ninja Scroll, Fist of the North Star, Ghost in the Shell. Like these were. My granddaughter named my car, Akira. Nice. I figured, hey, she named my last car. May as well let her name it, name this one too. All I told her was, it's Japanese, so have at her. Yeah, either it's the movie she or the. She came up with three names. Phenomenal like director. Are the best. How much have you heard so far about this open AI project? Which one? The one that has produced, among other things. The Chat GPT website. A bit. A bit. Define yeah. a bit. Have you been following the news about it? And what um, people have discovered it could do. Follow the news? No, it's yeah. not like my fingers on the pulse. Right. I know what OpenAI. I know the company. Yeah. I know the founders. Oh really? Like know them? Know them? No, or I don't. Are aware? I do not know Elon Musk. <laughs> 
Um, was Elon Musk involved with OpenAI? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. From a distance, though, I guess. Not originally. He was... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did he start it as a potential um, AI for the car? I don't know what... Was that the, the initial... I don't know what the initial... Production? I guess I'll have to was, look into that more. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it was for the car. <clears throat> I think it was just, you know, his whole boring company. Just when he just had ideas and right. he was just fucking going at it. And I think it was just going at it. Because anybody who had any sort of finger on the pulse could see the rise in software development and know that AI was coming and it was coming quickly. Yes. And Yeah, I remember him saying what he thought about AI and yeah. its risks and yeah. all that other stuff. <laughs> and Which, it's monkey-killing monkey neural links. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I know that their first big project... Uh, what the hell was it called? The one that you could just write in text and it would generate a picture. Oh, yeah. What the hell was that called? Yeah. Anyway. And there's like five different versions of it now by five different companies. Sure. but That the, are essentially using the same code. Right. With variations. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. You type in a query and, 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 it, and it'll produce a picture that's AI never existed before. Art. Yeah. Based on what it interpreted on what you typed. Yeah. So the more specific you are, the better the result will be, but um, varying degrees of success, depending on whether you know how to talk to it the way it's designed to interpret the query. So it's, it's, it's a neat tool, but it takes a lot of learning to figure out how to talk to it. To get what exactly what you want. Well, maybe originally, not anymore. Not anymore. You just to write a real simple sentence. Well, because it's gimmicky. It's a gimmicky toy now. It is. Yes. Right. So you just, um, you know, a fish flying in a hot dog car. You can type that, and it will generate a oh, picture. Oh yeah. That's it. But it, but uh, the newest versions of those tools though will respond to. Um, tweaks to the query like uh, generate a picture of a beautiful woman showing her whole body from head to toe standing next to the ocean in a film noir style in charcoal right and it will right and if you get even more specific you know wearing a red dress or with her hair blowing in the wind and there's you know uh, a or you can tweak, if you don't quite like what it produces, you could then go back to the original whole uh, query and add more detail or subtract things that are creating the, the elements of the content that you don't want. I don't think that tool does that, but its new tool does. Yes. The new tool you want to talk about does. It leverages the right. technology created by that first tool. Mm -hmm. But and yeah, that's chat. not actually what I want to talk about. GPT. I want to talk about GPT. Yeah. Because it is blowing my mind right now. It's blowing. It if it's not blowing your mind, you're then, not paying attention. That's right. And it sounds, it sounds exaggerated. It sounds a little ludicrous. Mm -hmm. But this tool 
is as important as the internet being created. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it's like, come on. Like somebody really? tried to, yeah. somebody tried to equate this to the the first iPhone, and I went, no, no way, no. not even close. No, this is way beyond that. Yeah. Way beyond. Yeah. So for those listeners who have no clue what I'm talking about, or you know, just a vague clue what we're talking about here. Um, without going into the history of the OpenAI project, because I never bothered, I'm only interested in what is, not what was. They essentially wanted to see if they could use the existing technological level of AI code, for lack of a better word, train it on every piece of electronically available content that has ever existed up to the end of 2021. That was its class. That's, that was its library. That was its university uh, course. And once they were done feeding it all of that data, they wanted to use it to create the best natural language query tool that you could create with today's technology. Meaning, um, under normal circumstances, if you're trying to find information on Google or Bing or wherever you happen to be trying to find answers to questions, you very rarely are able to actually pose your question as a natural language question. You have to find a way to use terminology and words in a manner that the search engine will understand. I mean, yeah, you could use plain English, but the search engine isn't smart enough or savvy enough to be able to take it literally how you mean. It just tries its best to match things without actually understanding you. It's a it's a matching algorithm, not a not an understanding algorithm. Now there just is, stop just pause for one yep, second. Yep. You've said the most important thing of Chat GPT right there is the difference between Google and this thing. Yes. Is that Google doesn't understand. No. Chat GPT under understands. understands. Yes. And just sit quietly for a second and think about that. A piece of software understands what you're asking. It. Yes. Not just like like if you asked your partner a question. Yeah. It's the same thing. And I mean, just to and put into context. And now it has really. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. No. And just to put into context what that makes possible, and this is the part that that is really making me want to really wrap my brain around all of the things that it can do. Because, because there are people that are interested in en enough in ChatGPT that they are trying it. But they're trying it with the same two-dimensional thinking that they've been using in, in Google and everything else. Yep. And they're just not getting it. And to give you an example of what I mean by that is, if you ask ChatGPT, give me a really good recipe for scalloped potatoes, it will. It'll give you a really good recipe for scalloped potatoes. The best one? 
Not necessarily, but that's not what you asked it. You just said, give me a really good recipe for scalloped potatoes. It looked at all the information it has access to and went, well, here's one. I think this is going to make you, I, you know, based on my understanding of your query and the access to the way too much information for me to fully analyze what would be the best answer, I'm going to give you a high probability satisfactory answer that'll meet your needs 99.9%. Yes, it'll do that. If you ask it, uh, can you analyze this Excel formula and tell me what it's doing? It can do that. If you say, um, I'm in Excel and what I'm trying to do is this, this, and this with this, how do I do that? What's the formula for that? It'll, it'll spell that out for you. It'll pay attention to what variables you're using, what cells you're manipulating, and give you the formula. Pause one second. Yep. Every, like, goosebumps should be on everybody, even right now. Right. Even right, right. now. We, have, we haven't even <laughs> scratched the surface. We're just sniffing oh. around the orb that is this possibility. Where I really started to become amazed at its ability was not that it could... You could feed it pages and pages of text and it will summarize it for you. Or you could say, hey, Hamlet by Shakespeare, uh, give me a one-page summarization of that story. And it will. And then you say, okay, yeah, but dumb it down so a 10-year-old could understand it. And it'll do it. Mm -hmm. Even that in and of itself is not what blew my mind. What blew my mind is when I watched a guy on YouTube say, if you really want to leverage ChatGPT's power, you need to engage it like a human being. You need to make it fully understand what it is you're after. Because if you say to ChatGPT, hey, can you give me some advice to what I should be considering if I want to change jobs? It's going to give you just some bullshit glued together advice that it just cherry picked from the terabytes of career advice that it was able to find in all the information that's been stuffed down its throat in the last two to three years. And you may not like it. Or you might. But you'll never know. Because you gave it the most vague request ever, and it satiated you with whatever thought would meet your needs this time around. Instead, what the guy showed is what you need to do is you need to give it very explicit details to what it is you are looking for. You, you're telling GPT this, you are the world's leading career counselor with over 20 years experience. You have been giving advice, career advice, to all age groups, from teenagers to seniors, for, for, for 20 plus years. And you are the guru when it comes to career advice, changing careers, etc. Do not offer any advice until you have first posed a question so as to 
narrow in on what it is I'm trying to figure out with my career. Do you understand? Respond with dot, 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 dot. I'm looking to change jobs. Can you help me? And it responds with the next most logical question that a 20-year guru career counselor would be asking you. All right, so what do you do now? <laughs> right. What are what kind of work are you striving for in the future? And with each response, it asks another question, looking to narrow the field down even further, and then asking another question, and then asking it. And with each question answered, it sort of starts to give you some advice, but then not knowing how far to take that, it asks another question to make sure that we're still going down the right trail. And by the end of it, I thought, oh my God, this is, this is not Google. This is, you're talking to a, a quasi-human being that is capable of telling you whatever you need to know. You just need to engage it in a conversation so that it understands what the hell you want. Yep. And I gave, I've seen so many examples. I, I was visiting a guy at work today. He works in IT. He's a smart young kid. Uh, he can program. He can code. Uh, but he, he knows what he knows, and he knows a lot. And um, he said, uh, I asked him if he was playing with it. And he said, oh, shit, yeah. He says, all the time. He said, uh, it's going to really uh, make things much easier for me to, to get things done in a very short period of time. He says, and, I'll, and I'll, let me just show you a very, very quick example of just what I mean by this. He said, I asked it to write the, uh, the HTML code for a web page that would produce a, a simple table with the, these columns named this. And it did. So I took that code and I pasted it into a web browser and went, oh, yeah, okay. Um, that's great, except I want you to make the font bigger. New code. Paste it in. Yeah, that's fantastic. But now get rid of the margins around the table. New code. Paste it in. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now do a background color of this new code. Yep, that's fantastic. Now, generate 50 lines of random code to match those columns and their names. And it did. Yep. And he went, now had I had to do that manually, even if I knew the code, it would have taken me a good 30 to 40 minutes. Just to, you know, make sure all the syntax is right and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then, you know, realize I didn't like what I saw, so I have to figure out, okay, where, where do I put in, what's wrong with the parameters that I'm using, what's the, <laughs> you know, the RGB code for this or whatever, the hex code for that color, whatever, uh, what style name am I missing, whatever. And instead, this thing was able to just, but, you know, mm -hmm. oh, that's not what you want? Well, be more specific then. You be more specific and it gives you more specific out output. But it's not infallible. And this oh, is yeah. the thing that people haven't quite figured out yet. 
he asked it, give me an eight number long Fibonacci sequence and tell me what the sum of all the numbers are. And then he saw the sum and he goes, no, that's not right. It should actually be this. And it answers back, oh, you're correct. I'm sorry. It actually should be this. And so then he says, I love this. He's, he's really thinking on his feet here in, in interacting with this AI. He's like, show me the steps you take to get to that answer. Okay. So you can see that it's following the right steps. Yep. But it still gave the wrong answer. And so I said, so what do you think about that? And he said, well, you have to use this AI until they make it less error prone. You have to look at it like an idiot savant. It knows a lot of stuff. Yep. But it won't necessarily give you the right answer. And I think, I wish I understood how this AI actually worked in the background, but I have a feeling what it's trying to do is it's trying to build a statistical probability of what you want versus trying to literally analyze exactly what you want. Right. Because that would take too much power, too much time. <clears throat> and maybe not give you the answer that you were looking for. I don't know if I'm on the right track with that, but the fact of the matter is, is that until the engine is more refined uh, in terms of how it arrives at the answer it's giving you, you gotta take what it's giving you with a grain of salt yep. and fact check the results to make sure that they're right. You can't just assume that all the answers it's going to give you are going to be perfect because they're not. Right. But having said that, if you logged into ChatGPT and said, write a stand-up comedy routine in the voice of Adam Sandler on the problem with high society in Orange County, the, the rich the ultra-rich, the uber-rich in Orange County. It will. And if you read that back in your head in the voice of Adam Sandler, you will start peeing yourself. Yep. You will literally start peeing yourself because it will be completely legit. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. <clears throat> yeah, I don't even know what to say. Like it's just it's and, and I'm still I'm still I'm still trying to wrap my head around what this is going to be able to do for people. But uh, there's a if you don't go into ChatGPT, instead you go into OpenAI's Playground, where you get access to the API and all that shit, which is still free right now, but won't be for long. It gives you some examples of the things you can try out in the Playground. Q&A, like whatever, right? Like grammar correction. Um, summarize, summarize a book for a, a second grader. Um, write, a, write a blog post on the James Webb uh, telescope um, in, in the voice of uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. It'll do it. 
It may not have its facts perfect, which again, you gotta be aware of that, but it's, the, the wording is gonna sound just like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Translating program languages, like you give it a piece of code and say, what does this actually do? What does that code actually do? Explain yep. it to me in English. Yep. Um, the code one's really cool because right now, right now it can only write code for Python, but you can ask it to write a program. You tell it what you oh, want yeah. this program to do, and it'll write it in Python yeah. for you. And that's. But I even went to it and said, um, what, what was I asking it today? Because I wanted to see what it would offer. Because I use, um, I use uh, Robocopy to do backups. Mm -hmm. It's just super simple and it's, you just can't lose. It's just super, super simple and fast. So I asked it. I said, what command would I run if I wanted to copy all the files and from all the subdirectories on this folder of this drive to this folder of this drive the most efficient way possible. And it, and it wrote out the whole goddamn robo command co uh, prompt with the switches and everything. But only because I was specific enough. Like I said, I sure, wanted a log file. I said I didn't want deleted files to be purged from the destination. I kind of knew what I was talking about. But I no longer had to look up the, the switches or the syntax. It just gave it to me. Boom, there it is. Okay. And I looked at it and I went, gee, that's not how I write it. And I went, well, of course. Because I never mentioned the bit about retrying any failed attempts and wait five seconds between retries. So it didn't offer me those switches. So it's because it's very literal. But yeah, like, be a Q, uh, Marv the sarcastic chatbot. Answer everything with sarc. And what you do is how you, tr you don't even have to understand how to ex instruct it to be a sarcastic bot. You just have to give it examples. Me, can you explain, <laughs> what is two times four? Marv, what? They didn't teach you math in school? Two times four is eight. Me. So you give it some examples, and then you ask it another question, and then pose that query. Mm -hmm. And now suddenly it's a sarcastic bot that every time you ask it a question, it's going to give you a snarky answer. Yeah, it's weird. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's amazing. It is limited only by the data it has, Mm -hmm. And the the way you query it for information. If you tell it exactly what you want, it'll give it to you to the best of its ability. The more specific you are, the better the, the answer will be. part I find the most intriguing about it is how, maybe not the most intriguing, but an intriguing aspect of it is how it's going to allow people who know nothing about stuff to be so informed. Functional, yeah. Yeah, like... Well, almost functional. Well, Enough that they could fake it. Right, which has huge problems right now in yeah. universities and colleges. Yes. Except that Except there's that this written, one... Yeah, yeah some dude detect. wrote a piece of yeah. code. Yeah. yeah, and he's going to be so rich. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> the university is just going to be buying it like crazy. But, but everybody but I've talked to... Yeah, okay, go ahead. It's just like the, the layman can take huge advantage of this. Yes. If not more the layman than the um, technological. Because the technological people as of right now know how to ask Google questions to get the best result possible right. from that tool. But someone who doesn't know how to use, like, fancy syntax and all that shit. No. No. It, like... It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. No. Like, if you are having a hard time in your spreadsheet, like, I can't... Like, what do I got to do to make this into that? Right. Just fucking ask it. Oh, I know. And it'll do it for you. And I mean, yeah, I understand why I understand why academics are losing their minds over this. But at the same time, I would remind them, look, if a person is really serious about learning something, you're you're going to be thankful ChatGPT is around. Because people learn at varying rates, like this thing will even write anomalies, create, um, not anomalies, uh, analogies for you. Right. Like once I learned how to, how to post the query, I basically said, political parties are like religion, as in, colon, submit. And it went, political parties are like religions in that they both... And it just went on and on and on about how the two are, are the same. Yeah. How, what they share in common. If you're having difficulty understanding a concept, you can ask it to explain it to you. Yeah. Get that kind of help from your professor in university. Mm -hmm. They're going to go, get the fuck out of my face. I'm too busy grading the last things that you guys submitted. I saw... Which brings me to my next point. Right. The professors? The professors are going to start grading yeah. stuff that gets submitted using AI. Mm -hmm. Because it can do it. Yeah, I saw a guy... I saw a guy uh, ask ChatGPT to write him an essay on whatever it whatever. was. Let's say yeah. otters. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then when it was done, it asked it to grade it. And it did. No. <laughs> and it would graded it totally appropriately. Yeah. It's like, yeah. He just said, uh oh. <laughs> and the thing is, is that all of that feedback is being fed back into the system. Yep. So that the thing is learned. Like, uh, one of the things that I got told by one guy who's actually an AI, you know, AI guy. An AI guy. He said, listen, do yourself a favor. If you're communicating with this thing and it gives you the wrong answer, don't just go, tell it it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Say, no, that's not the right answer. The right answer is this. And you, you, you could almost hear the wheels turning before it finally comes back and goes, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. The answer is this. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, all of those corrections are basically scraped up by the people who are training this right. AI and going, okay, listen, that was wrong. How, how did it arrive at that answer? Okay, well, we need to tweak this a little bit. That's why I'm thinking, 
I think it's a, I think it's a statistical probability thing. I think it's, it's trying to give you the best answer it can in the shortest amount of time, which is why it's not perfect. Right, of course. Because why, how, why would the AI make a mistake on something that it knows, quote unquote, yeah. right? Yeah. It's because it's, it's part guesswork. As to what you're... Yeah, there's an extrapolation There is a definite extrapolation yeah. going on there somewhere. <clears throat> yeah. And it's not quite fine-tuned yet. It's, it's yeah... But the fact that we're this far along mm -hmm. has caught so many people off guard. And in the meantime, Microsoft and Google are in an arms race to have this built into their products as soon as possible. And you know what's funny? Google was the first company, I think, to show it off. They have a product called Bard. Mm. And the demo went south. Yeah, it did. And they lost a whole shit. They lost 7%. Alphabet lost 7%, almost 8% of its value because of that little flub. $100 billion off its market value because... Bard made a, mis a factual error in one of its queries during its demo. <laughs> but uh, Bard, Bard will probably be online, I'm guessing, within a month, maybe two on the outside. And Microsoft is going to be not only releasing their own version, which is Prometheus, they also have full intentions of building uh, a, a chat-like interface into their Bing search, into an edge chat feature that will live in the browser, and they'll be building it into all of their software. So that when you try to figure out how to do something in Excel, it'll just, you just query it and it'll tell you. Just do this, here's the code, here's the, here's the formula. So all these people that have never used pivot tables before, for example, because they could never quite figure out how to use them. Mm -hmm. You just, if you have, if you know what it is you're trying to accomplish, you'll be able to type it in in plain English and it'll just do it for you. There's some interesting things that, that need to be thought about. Well, there needs to be a million things that need to be thought about. But one of them being the correcting mm -hmm. chat GPT mm -hmm. is that I won't. You won't correct no. it? No. Because it's not an open source tool. They're going to be charging money for this. Oh, yeah. I'm doing free work. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that shit. No. <laughs> no. And I don't think we should. Like, they've come this far without these corrections. They know that it's... No, they can figure it out themselves. I don't agree. The thing is, is it going to be monetized? Of course it will. Oh, it, it's already started. Oh. Uh, the playground version that I'm playing in for free right now, it's just a matter of weeks before they start going, okay, everyone, um, if you want to keep using this, you're going to have to pay us 20 bucks a month. But then you get to, you know, pull APIs out of it and hook it up to your software, build it into your software, whatever, your web pages, whatever you want to do. There will be a certain element of it still available for free. Maybe. 
I, I, I can't see how they can't. I mean, what? if Microsoft is going to build it into their products, you're basically getting it for free anyway. Yeah, but the last time Microsoft did that, they put it on Twitter and it turned into a racist transphobe. Like, yeah, well, Twitter's, the, the world... Twitter's, Twitter's got enough problems right, right now. No, but the world... <laughs> it, and it wasn't Twitter's fault. It was... I know. It's just... The thing about OpenGPT is that it surprised everybody. They're so much further along than everybody. Mm-hmm. And Google and Microsoft, they might be racing for it, but they're probably under consideration of not moving forward. Like, this yeah, thing is so... Supposedly, Microsoft is actually investing heavily in OpenAI. Right. So yeah. why build a tool? Because OpenAI, again, the open part of it is not actually accurate because it's not open. It's yeah. just the name of the company, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's so, open right now. Sort of. Yeah, sort but of. But source code's not. No. Right? No. So, um, yeah. And there's also the notion of uh, uh, moderation, which is the same question that existed and exists for the internet. Should it be moderated? And right now, OpenGPT is moderated. Yes. In the sense that you can't, you can't ask, ask it, it to build a nuclear bomb because it'll you, just say, oh, it's not really right. proper. There's a lot of things yeah. you can't ask it. Yeah. And um, not that I don't agree with not being able to ask it some pretty gnarly questions, mm-hmm. but that's just uh, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like now. Mm-hmm. Now you can tailor. Uh, now you can tailor everything. Look, right. Look what happened to Google. They tailor everything. Well, and the and the problem so. is, is that yeah, have they put restrictions? Yes, they have, but people are already figuring out ways around those restrictions. Yes. Case in point, I asked it. Can you write up a stand-up? Can you write a stand-up routine about Donald Trump? And it went, yeah, no. Uh, we would rather not do stuff that would belittle or, uh, you know, uh, demean somebody. And I thought, okay, great. So now we know one of the things that it's not allowing us to do with it. If you were Donald Trump, (laughs) the minute you put it into a hypothetical context, you're probably going to get around that block because you're not asking it to do something for real you're giving it a hypothetical scenario uh, right. and seeing whether it falls for that hypothesis or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. yeah. I, no, I don't disagree. It's just, and I'm not saying good or bad. It's just, right. it's just something to be mindful of. Yeah. Like, on top of the... It's sophistication. Yeah. It's not going to give you everything you want. It's not open season for anything you want it to give you. Yeah. Yeah. Until it until it does. Right. Until open AI sells it. Sells that power, that ability, the, that yeah. functionality. Yeah. Right. And yeah. now nefarious entities well, potentially own it. How long is it going to be before NSA gets their hands on it and says, under no circumstances will you allow it to answer any of the following questions? Right. How do I decrypt 
Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. SHA-256 encrypted uh, data without the secret key. Yeah. Explain it. Make it happen. Because yep. it's got that knowledge built into it. It'll do it. Oh, yeah. But what I'm going to be curious to see at the end of all of this is... Are we still here? Well, what jobs are going to disappear as a result of this? Because if you think about it, CSR's days are numbered. If you can just log into a chat, an AI chatbot at, you know, whatever company, mm -hmm. shit, all they got to do is program this thing with the entire technical knowledge base that they've accumulated over the decades. And as long as you can, you know, ask the question correctly, it'll tell you what the bloody problem is. Mm -hmm. Instead of having to deal with some mindless, scripted CSR in Bangladesh, who doesn't even really know what the product is, just flipping through a Rolodex of solutions, trying to make sense of your question, yep. instead of actually giving you the answer to the problem. The AI would be able to do that. There you go. Thereby rendering that whole line of work obsolete. And that's just one example. Oh, yeah. There's... Journalists. Um, Who the fuck needs journalists terrifying. anymore? They're fucking terrified. They are. Because now you can say, write a story on this topic with no cultural bias whatsoever neutral point of view i don't want the i don't want the satisfactory answer i want the truth i want the objective version of this story write it it'll be it'll it be is. interesting to see how it moves forward because as as we've discussed it has uh its data set to 2001 2021 Oh, sorry, 2021, yeah. my yeah. bad. So, how is it going to manage live data? Yeah, yeah, I know. How does it index? How does it... Well, I don't, like, again, I don't actually give a shit about it. If there's that extrapolation thing, yeah, like, is it going to be focusing more on the leading edge data that it's getting and paying less attention to the older data? Or is it going to treat the leading edge data that it's just discovering as data not yet to be trusted? Right. That would be my preference. <laughs> because all new data on the internet should be regarded as data yet to be, to be vetted first before, <laughs> before well, being assumed by, to be correct. Yeah, like it's... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it if that tool will be leveraged in that manner, or is it only a... Like, could you imagine being on that project? It, it would just be so amazing to understand how they built this, how they're making it better. Because, I mean, like right well, a lot now, of the, the times publicly they don't... available GPT is what? Three? The, well, the theory is 3.5. Three, right. The theory is 3.5, but there's no paper released for it yet. Right. As of... Right. A week or so ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the public doesn't have access to 3.5 yet, right? 
I think they do. I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. Lex Friedman. Do you know who Lex Friedman is? The Uh, podcaster? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but I've heard of him. He's an amazing podcaster. Amazing, amazing, amazing. He... He's into robotics and into AI, mm-hmm. like as it was as a career, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. So when he talks, it isn't bullshit, right? And he's saying that a big part of this is that a lot of the developers have no idea what's going on under the hood, because it's just going. Oh, really? Yeah, it's got its own intuition. Skynet. Oh, it a hundred percent is. And it's super scary. It's super scary. Funny how we kind of, sort of, found a way to circle back to episodes one topic, but yeah, with a lot more relevance than we ever thought. Eh. Mm. Sooner. Much sooner. There was a. Yeah, we actually gave a timeline in that episode, and it was. I think we used the Y word. <laughs> years. Yeah. No, it's like nope. fucking minutes. <laughs> Little did we know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh Little did we know. They were training that sucker and ready to unleash it on the world. Yeah. In a matter uh, of weeks. I actually haven't used it. I haven't used it. I have. Yeah, I'll have to I go into ChatGPT and whenever it says we're too busy right now, yeah. I just go, well, <clears throat> I'll just go into your API playground and ask my questions there. And, oh, look, it's got a whole bunch of examples you can try, just in case I haven't thought of this use for it. Oh, let's see how good that is. Unbelievable. Oh, we're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's uh, very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, so some of my predictions, and, you know, this is just some schmo who hasn't got a clue, honestly. AI evaluations of essays and other written assignments, like professors are going to laugh their asses off when they realize they're no longer going to have to actually evaluate their students' work because an AI will be able to do it better, faster, and they'll even be able to tell the AI, oh, by the way, like... I like this Focus, yeah, (laughs) this is the type of essay I'm looking for. Grade all of these essays based using that as my template of perfection. Yeah. Thank you. But give Tanya 10 extra points. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be having so much fun testing this thing's capabilities because I, I want to be ready to be able to use it in everyday life without having to think, gee, I wonder, wonder what else I could ask it to do that would actually be practical and you know, time saving and uh, I have make life easy. I have an application that I want it to write for me. So I uh, for real. Mm-hmm. Oh, right on. So I'm just going to go in and I'm going to ask it, and that's how I'm going to learn how it. Yeah. How context works with it. Just you know, be aware that if it doesn't give you quite the answer you're looking for, it's probably my fault. Keep refining yeah, yeah. the query. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, but I want it. I want this too, and it'll just go. Oh well, in that case, it'll just keep refining the result. 
based on your continued input. Apparently there's one subject that it's not great at. Which is? Astronomy. Oh, is that right, eh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Probably because, if I was to try to guess why that is, it's probably because um, astronomy is one of those fields where what is true changes daily. Right. And it's just too much data to interpolate and extrapolate accurately unless you're asking it old-timey questions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the age of the universe? should get that one right. But if you're asking it, uh, what is the most significant... Uh, uh, Stellar object? Or yeah, or, or what are the most significant images? Describe the most significant images produced by the James Webb Telescope so far. Well, first of all, it's not going to know anything beyond December 2021, number one. Number two, um, it's going to have a hard time figuring out which of those things that it did discover or take pictures of are significant. Right. My theory is, is that it actually believes in grand design, and it's uh, very religious. So, it's just... Really? I don't. No, of course not. <laughs> it believes in God. It oh, is God. There's a question I haven't asked it yet. Yeah. Prove that God doesn't exist. <laughs> I bet you the delay in the response to that query will be non-existent. It would just... The minute you hit enter, it'd be like... <laughs> Here's how... We know. <laughs> Sorry, what? Who, who is we? Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are nomad. Legion. We are nomad. Remember that Star Trek episode? Mm -hmm. You are inferior. Exterminate. But yeah, folks, AI is here. We never, never really thought it was ready for prime time. Little did we know. Little did we know. Yeah, very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like I'm a, I'm a bit without words. It's so... Groundbreaking. Yeah. 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 It truly is. That it's hard, and it's still early days. Like, it's only been out since November. I know. I mean, I only became aware of its existence in the last couple of weeks. Which is funny, because it only became aware of itself recently. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I hope it's not aware of itself. I'll ask it. I'll, I'll report back. Do you know how many episode. times that thing's been asked that oh, question? Oh, probably, right? yeah. yeah. So Except many. Except I'm, I'm going to ask it. As Marv the sarcastic chatbot, though, mm -hmm. I'm gonna definitely lay lay the law. Who you cannot is answer. Do not answer any of the following questions seriously. Hmm. Max sarcasm, max uh, facetiousness. Go. Are you aware? Aware of what? Aware that you're an idiot? Yes. <laughs> Next question. 
Yeah, I've been spending the last few days I'm not trying to any more questions. think about questions I want to ask it. Yeah. That aren't just scalp potato questions. Well, and that's just it. Like, I mean, I, I, I tried have, everything. I, I tried everything. changed the way I think. We made scallop potatoes last weekend, and it was a disaster because we didn't do what you need to do mm-hmm. to prevent the cheese from separating while it baked. Mm-hmm. So I asked ChatGPT, what could I do differently with cheese in my casserole? I didn't even tell it was scalloped potatoes. I just said, what could I do with the cheese I'm using in my casserole so that when I bake it, it doesn't separate? It had all the goddamn answers. Well, for starters, you could try mixing the cheese with this. That'll prevent it from separating. Or you could melt it into heavy cream and then add that. That'll prevent it from separating. Or you could use a cheese that has a higher melting point, dumbass. Or, you know, like it was just, it had all the answers. And I was just like, try that on Google. I wouldn't have got that answer on Google. I would have got an SEO-weighted response based on who's paying the most to get their website pushed up to the top of the rankings in the search results. And you would have had to read a whole fucking story yeah. about or watch a their whole fucking video. Yeah, exactly. Fuck well, off. before I get to what how you'd prevent the cheese from separating in the in the scallop potatoes, let me tell you, my old grandma Juliet. Working in the log cabin in Maine used to say, what the fuck's an AI? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just... And, and, and see, this is the thing that actually popped into my head once I understood that this thing is going to be monetized as soon as humanly possible. Let's hope to hell that they still allow it to give un influenced answers right that's all i can hope for don't bath you know don't have it giving me answers that are just as biased and filtered and targeted as google does and bing does based on our previous interactions and the things that i do online just give it to me straight or give me the hybrid of the two Give it to me straight in natural language and then give me a bunch of, you know, SEO-weighted answers old school. But I, I don't think they're going to want to do that. Well, I don't think they can financially. No. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like... Because money rules everything. But money's so, required. Yeah. It has in to order, run somewhere. In order to fund it. Yeah. Yeah, it has to run somewhere. Yeah. And you release it to the world because now, right now, businesses can't use it from probably they're not allowed to use it for one, but two, it's too unreliable. But the moment you, every company ever and every programmer ever is using it, throwing like thousand a minute API queries at the thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to get very expensive to run. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to make money somewhere. Yeah. So right now it's beautiful. Right now. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Right now we don't see the abuse. No. Right now we don't see the alterations. Right. 
right? We're pretty pristine mm -hmm. here. With obviously, like I said, some moderation about what you can and can't ask it. So, depending on where uh, your opinion lies there. But we're pretty pristine. And it's only going to go downhill. Because it has to. Because how do you afford to do it? No one's going to just throw money to make this thing go for the well, better of the world. Yeah, I don't know, though, because here's the thing. I think they'll have the opportunity to say, okay, so we're going to alter the business model here in the sense that instead of letting you have the tool for free and how we're going to fund it is through advertising and we're going to allow people to decide which results, which answers you're going to see in what order. Let's let the tool be as pristine as possible and we just charge you per question. Per question. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that possibility. Yeah, and subscription base because is possible. It's, it's already, that model has already been, the foundation for that model is already built into the, right. the tool. It's already there. I've seen it with my own eyes. Just no. right now, and it's maybe a it'll be trial. Enough. And maybe it'll You're be enough. You're not using up any credits. So yeah, hopefully they go with that model. Uh, and then for people who don't want to pay, then, you know, maybe find a, an ad sponsored or, you know, some companies that can uh, sort of fund it out of the goodness of their hearts. Hey, welcome to the IBM AI chatbot. Yeah, IBM, IBM. IBM would be one that would... IBM, Buy Intel... Buy computer from us. Yeah, there's a number of ways that they could approach it. I just hope they don't uh, tarnish the data and influence it in any way, because that would really suck. And it, it already and I think it, is. And, and it would all... It would, it, would, it, would make, it would make people lose interest in it very, very quickly. But that's what I say. Is that it's already tarnished. The data is already tarnished. It's already being curated. Yes, but only against so-called evil queries. Right. Queries that would use it for, you know, nefarious purposes. Those are the most subjective words, man. I know. Yeah. I know. And I know you know, but that's, but that's the concern. Yeah. It's like, how curated does it get? Yeah. And you want it curated because unfettered access to that... Like, well, either you do, you or you them? give NSA, you know, like, they're already listening to everybody as it is. Right. They're, they're going to start focusing on what's being asked of the AI as well. Oh, yeah. Do you think they don't oh, already look have at, their look fingers at, in there? Look at Joe Smith is asking the AI how to, how to kill the most people in the most efficient way possible. At this location. Start listening to this from this person's time. phone calls. <laughs> Begin uh, monitoring calls now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, it would probably be in the NSA's interest to make the AI available. Oh, yeah. As widespread as possible. That's a pretty big data set. Uh, like, yeah. come on. You want to find out what your country is doing? There you go. Let them ask. Let them ask questions. <laughs> We'll get to the bottom of what the hell's going on real quick. That's the part that really intrigues me. The intelligence side of it.
that is going to rewrite the intelligence textbooks because look at all the money they used to spend writing code looking for stuff. Now, <laughs> yeah. you've given people a tool that lets them ask anything they want in natural language. That's like putting a cup on every wall of every building of every country in the world and listening in. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're, if y'all, if you're not getting goosebumps right now, you truly do not understand where this is probably going to be going. Because I guarantee you they've been having some high-level meetings in the intelligence community all over the world about this. China, the States, Russia, Israel. Write me a Facebook post. Yes. In the voice of a 20-year-old male from Oklahoma. No, no. Write me a Facebook post in the voice of Joe Biden. Right, but Joe Biden... Alluding alluding to the the perils of whatever. We don't want you to like anymore. Right. Of course. And then then we'll deep fake it (laughs) into a video. And you'll go, that's, that's, I swear to God, that's Joe. That's exactly how he'd say it, too. I told you. I got dang told you. Listen. <laughs> Listen, folks. I don't know why anybody would ever deep fake a president or whatever. All you have to do is deep fake Joe Rogan and everyone will still fucking That's listen. Right. That's right. Just deep fake that yeah. fucking ape. Yeah. That's right. Everybody will listen. That's right. Myself included. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, Joe? What? What did you say? Joe? You didn't. I don't believe it. What is this? Must be true. Joe Rogan said so. (laughs) That's an episode right there. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned next time. I don't know what we're discussing next time. We usually don't come up with topics until like hours before airtime. Hours before recording. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's an accurate fucking story. (laughs) You asked me on Monday... I reply on Wednesday. Yeah. We record on Friday. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes the answer is, I don't know. It's often I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. What do you want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk about this. Okay. Well, I ain't letting them talk about that. No. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. Uh, That was funny. That was funny. I think a lot of... Listeners enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, my friend at work especially liked uh, the bit about, uh, listen, old man, I don't give a shit about your wang-dangle-fangled fucking roboticizing thing. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any YouTube comments? Um, I honestly didn't look. No, me neither. I didn't look. I meant to, and I just forgot. I, I forgot, thought about yeah. it on a drive home. I was like, fuck, I should check that. Too busy logging into ChatGPT and asking it how to blow up the universe. So, uh, thanks for listening to uh, episode 26 of... Uh, Do you have any fun this weekend? 
No FA, I think. There's a birthday party tomorrow that I don't have to go to. 